Hey guys, thanks for coming back here to follow the puck. And in today's podcast, we are heading out to Monticello and we connected with uh, their head coach of the boys team there, Eric Nelson. And keep in mind, we recorded this kind of mid-summer, so we do talk about some uh, potential COVID-related stuff that we now know the answers to, but did not want to take that out. Just to keep the podcast real and and let you know what exactly we are talking about. But um, yeah, fun to connect with Eric and his team, and I think they're going to be another good team again here this season and fun to watch. So give it a listen and leave us a review or comment wherever you do get this podcast. We uh, appreciate that. And again, if you have anybody else we want you want us to reach out to, certainly send us a DM on Twitter or actually Instagram as well. We're there too, so try to put video clips and such there so you can DM us there as well. And uh, we're going to get into this conversation here with Eric, so I hope you enjoy. Eric Nelson, head coach, Monticello Moose. Um, <clears throat> recap of last season, we uh, we had a pretty good run. We had a we knew we had a pretty decent team um, coming into the season. We just needed to put some pieces together and uh, and get kids to kind of completely buy in, and and they did. They came back with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder from the the previous year where they kind of and I told them this where they expected just to make it down to state just because um, and we got beat out in the semis uh, so last year they came back and they had a little bit of a uh, call it an edge to play with um, to get back down to where they thought they belonged uh, and they did um, uh, overall state tournament experience obviously <laughs> and I told a lot of people this I don't uh, the state tournament committee doesn't need to make it a, an annual deal where we play Hermantown all the time, but uh, it, it, doesn't it. Need, it doesn't need to be a rivalry game right now. I know it was a great, great experience the first year we played them, but um, but they were a great team. You know, they had a lot of good players. Um, you know, and for the, you know, they did they dominate the game? I think they did just because of the their staff that they had. Um, I thought we held our own for a while, and then obviously the you know you start chasing the eight ball a little bit, and we got behind it a few times, and they put the puck in the back of the net, and we didn't capitalize on any of our opportunities down there. So, you know, the, the first round down at the state tournament was kind of a reminiscent of the past, but you know, overall, I I didn't think we had a horrible game. Yeah, the score wasn't really indicative of the game, but you know. Um, they were a really good team. Biondi was a machine, and uh, it's tough stopping him. Obviously, Matami, I kind of figured him out and figured out what to do, but that's game three and three or four days there, too, so he's probably a little tired and whatnot. But overall, the state tournament experience was great. We were able to get into the next game and win the next game and then play Delano in the final game, and obviously that was a, a good game that went into overtime as well. So um, overall, I can't complain about the state tournament experience last year. It was uh, each one is different, obviously, but hopefully you can get down there enough to have a whole range of experiences. You know, first year was a great one. Second year, one, two barbecue. Uh, then the third one, third trip last year was uh, a little bit of a in-between. So overall, it was good. So I think the section final game you guys had with Pine City kind of prepped the boys for what it was going to be like. That was, that was a back and forth, really good game. 
<laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably a little bit more back and forth than anybody really wanted, at least on our side. <laughs> Obviously, Pine City's got their gritty team. They always play hard. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the atmosphere that was created there in, in Fogarty was a, was a great atmosphere. Um, loud. Their fans were, were ruckus. Our fans were, were into it as well. So it was a good back and forth tilt. Fortunate enough, we they popped a few in and we were able to pop a few back. So turned out the right way. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your your starting goalie your own last year. He's coming back, correct? We do. We get our goalie back. We get uh, three of our top six defensemen back. Um, we get what one, two, three, four. There's kind of a kid in the mix that's uh, he's back. He's going to be kind of a swing man. He may play D, he may play forward, but otherwise we'll get you know our three of our top six def- or forwards back as well. So um, you know it's probably not as deep right now on paper as you'd like, but um, we had some kids step up last year as well that kind of came out of those roles of um, played a little. JV, they played some varsity, but they weren't a predominant force on the varsity coming into last year. Uh, we need a few of those kids that played more JV last year to step up this this coming season. So, and that that exact scenario is something I was talking the other day with a coach, and you're always looking going into the season on paper. Maybe we're not as deep or as skilled as we were last year, but everybody goes through that every single year. You know, losing good players and trying to replace them and it's yep. it's something you just, no honestly if you look at not this past season but the season before that was probably one of our deepest teams that we've ever had um it may not have been as dynamic as our first state tournament run team but just pure depth and skill it was probably deeper than any team that we've had and we didn't make it down to the state tournament so uh, it's never a given it just goes to show you that you've got to put the work ethic in and um, hopefully you can put it all together when the, the chips are down. But so yeah, it's going to be uh kids are going to have to step up and play play to some different roles, and hopefully they can do that. So what's the status of the Monticello youth hockey? Is it growing? Is it? Our Bantam level this this next season. The last few seasons we've had a couple teams, two teams at the Bantam level. We'll have two teams again uh, once you get into the PV level. There's a potential for four teams there. Um, squirt level, there's potential for four, maybe five teams there. So there's a couple, uh, and the IP program is generally around that, you know, 100 to 120 to 130 kids, roughly. So it's kind of a status quo right now, but um, obviously you don't know what's going to happen after this uh, this next year as far as, the mix-ups, the the shuffles from A to double A or double A to single A or section to section, what's going on. So, um, but overall, the I mean, it's it's stable. It's in a healthy position. We got some talented kids kids coming up. So uh, the future can be can be bright if they want to make it bright. And and that's where it falls back on the kids. How, how much do they want to put into it? And- get to that down to the X. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. So. Yeah. And, and unfortunately we've had a few of those runs the past couple of years. So kids see what they want. 
Are they willing to work to get what they want? That's <laughs> like you said, that's the big question mark. Um, got a lot of hard workers in this town or in, you know, in the program. Hopefully that'll continue. Have you finalized your schedule for the upcoming season? You know, I was actually just looking at that this morning. Yeah. It's, uh, the schedule's pretty much finalized for us. I didn't. Any any um, games or teams of note that we should? Well, you know, we've got a tough schedule next year. I mean, we start off with Pine City, then we play Thief River. Um, I gotta verify who we play next because we're going down to Tria for like a little Thanksgiving deal. Um, wow. then we got Champlin Park again uh, coming on there. We got Orono. What else do we got? Delano again. We got. Uh, we're up in the showcase in St. Cloud, where we'll likely, probably face the, you know, like a Mankato East up there at some point. Then you got, uh, you know, our session are, is predominantly our conference too, which a lot of those teams are up and coming. I know Chicago is probably going to be tough again next year. Princeton's always tough. Uh, we play Sartell. We play Alexandria. We play Matamidi. We play. Oh wow. Uh, so we've got a tough schedule. We play Buffalo to finish the season. So, um, my goodness! Well, they should be ready. They should be if they make the state. They should be tested. Well, they, they should. They'll be tested to, to go into sections. We'll put it that way. You know that. There you go. Even the nerves going into the section semis and finals are. They can get the better of some kids if they're not. They should be prepped for that, though. You know. Right. So yeah. Every, <laughs> everything goes. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good schedule, it's a tough schedule, but that's kind of what you want to play. You don't want to add your schedule and have 20 wins, and it's all against the Little Sisters of the Four, but we've got some good teams, you know, and I know teams in our session and conference will be looking to, you always got a target on your back after you make a state tournament. You know, everyone wants to give you their best game and kind of prove that they're up and coming too, so be a good year yeah it should be fun and you know as well as i do the kids tend to play up to the level of the competition so if you keep keep upping at it, it just improves the overall quality of the games so. yep and you know coming from you know prior to that first state tournament state tournament run you're you're begging teams to play them and now those teams are willing to play you because you've had success so now you got to step up and play them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, shoot. So who are your captains coming back for next year? Have you set that up yet or do you not? Yeah, actually, I just had the kids vote on it, uh, the returning kids vote on it. Uh, you're going to have Ben Miller, who's going to be a senior. You'll have Gavin Brooks, who will be a senior. Uh, Gunnar Sibley, who will be a senior. And then Wilson Dahlheimer, who will be a junior. So... Getting back to your youth program, one question I'm asking, are you involved in the youth program or do you kind of just let the youth coaches handle that or is there a structure in place or how do you so find time I'm, for all that? I'm involved. I have, um, obviously, I've got I've got three kids. I've got two daughters that play in the Riverhawks, which is St. Michael and Monticello Co-op. Um, and then I've got a son that's going to be a peewee this year. So, obviously... Like it or not, you might be a little bit more involved with uh, that level, but um, I've come up through the IP, you know, with my daughters and then my son. And then, but I'm involved on the board. I sit on the board as one, the high school coach, and then 
secondly, I'm the uh, the athletic director for the association. So I manage tryouts. I manage the skills programs prior to the start of the season or prior to tryouts. So I run all that stuff. Obviously, I run my camp in the summer. So I try to be as heavily involved as I can. Obviously, you get stretched pretty thin um, with your other commitments. And I kind of lay that out with everybody first is obviously I want the program to succeed and grow, but my first commitment's to the high school team. But I've got good people in place that have the have a vested interest in the program, not just their own kid. If that, if that makes any sense, you sometimes get people that are more heavily interested in their own kid versus the rest of the program. So I'm always trying to perpetuate the, if the program succeeds, your kid's going to succeed and everyone's going to look good versus you may have a superstar on a shitty team or a, sorry, on a bad team that really doesn't do anything. We want good teams coming up. So you get spread pretty thin, but I was able to coach my daughter's team. I co-headed it with another individual uh, at the U15 level, and we actually they made it to their state tournament, which got gassed at the end of the season there, but uh, it is what it is. So try to be involved as much as possible. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. That's that's a crazy schedule, but congratulations on that. And talking about that state tourney, I mean, looking back, it's how lucky were we to even get the boys' tourney in, really. It it is pretty crazy that you know literally the week after I was up in Fargo with my daughter and we were driving to the rink for the first game and they canceled everything. So it is fortunate that that the boys that we did to have got to have that the luxury of having a state tournament. You feel bad for all the other athletes that were. I even think some of them were middle games, weren't they? When they like the basketball and they canceled everything. Yeah, there were there were a few games that were. Pulled mid midstream. That's insane. Well, feel lucky. Oh, that's the truth. Well, sir, I'll, I'll let you go. I know you're a busy guy, and like I said, I appreciate you taking the time and and best of luck with your schedule next year. That does sound like a sound like a good one, fun one to follow from afar. So, well, you know, you're gonna play the good competition to hopefully get to where you want to be at the end of the season, and that's down at the X and. Hopefully everything goes right and we actually have a season. So ah, I know I'm crossing my fingers on that too. It'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens with schools come September and where that all takes everybody. So have you been hearing anything on schools yet or not? Or? Not really. I I mean I believe I think the state has said July twenty seventh they're gonna have a answer out as far as what the beginning of school is going to look like, but I've talked to, you know, I've got a returning player or a past player that helps at the camp. Said they're going to go to school. He goes to school in South Dakota. They're going to go to school, but it come home Thanksgiving, and then they probably won't go back to school until January. Oh. So I don't know if that's going to hold true or not, but it's kind of a, it's kind of like, well, I understand probably why they're doing it, they're probably looking for that income or that revenue of some housing, some meal plans and stuff for the first semester. And then they'll take all their tests or whatever online and stay home for a while and see how everyone levels off as far as do they get infected, do they not, so on and so forth. But I don't know. It's crazy times. <laughs> it sure is. 
That is crazy. Well, we'll cross our fingers and hope for the best, I guess, and see where it goes. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, people, I don't know. You, you don't know which way to go with anything anymore. You don't know who to believe. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It's it depends on what what you want to find because you can find data on both sides of the aisle, whether it's <laughs> dealing or something not. And, ah, yep. Crazy. So crazy. Awesome, but, sir. Well, like I said, best of luck next season when there is a season. And yep. Hopefully, we catch you down at the X again next next spring. So. Appreciate it. Knock on wood, right? So That's for both right. things, for, for season and for getting down there. So That's right. You bet. So. But appreciate the time. Thanks for the yeah. call. You got, uh, Thank you. Anything, anything else, email, uh, phone call. Leave a message if you phone call because oftentimes it's, I can't get to my phone and then I'll just have to be back. So, but, okay. I, all right. I appreciate the time. Yep. Sounds good. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. And once again, that was Monticello head coach Eric Nelson. Thanks, Eric, for the time. We really appreciate that and always fun to catch up. And like we said every podcast, if you have anybody else you want us to uh, connect with, send us a DM, either Twitter or Instagram, and we'll uh, do our best to track them down and have a quick conversation with them. And stay tuned for more here from Follow the Puck. Yeah.